Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Women Rounded Radio. I took a short break, but I am back with lots of new topics this week. And I also am going to be doing some interviews, so stay tuned for that too. Um, today's topic, I want to talk about changing the narrative of rap music. And in light of everything that's going on around the country, the protests and the police unrest and COVID-19 and fear and everything that's just going on around the world. I just kind of wanted to take a step back and kind of talk about something that has nothing to do with what's going on currently right now. Maybe something that a lot of people can relate to, but it was also something that I came up with Uh, with a friend of mine and I was really like wow that's a really great topic so I wanted to come on tonight and talk with you guys about that Um, and I I thought about the topic of tonight's show being changing the narrative of rap music because I wanted to talk about how rap music influences the black community and how it has been positive and negative as well Um, so I want to also talk about why record companies do encourage um, year after year gangster rap music, uh, how young kids listen to it and they are influenced and they go out into the world and they emulate what they have heard and seen with rap videos and um, through lyrics and, and songs. So, and I also want to talk about um, how rappers should change the way they write music. Um, so, so meaning these record companies, uh, they profit off of signing young black artists, uh, rappers. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I've never listened to rap because I have my own deep rap collection. I have lots of rap music. I have lots of music from all genres. So, um, uh, but but rap music is deeply rooted within the black community and black people identify with rap music because one it tells a story right in the beginning uh when we first were talking about um rap music as far as uh going back into the i guess the late 70s early 80s when it really was Uh, just starting out as a thing people were able to relate to it they lived in the projects people lived in poverty people couldn't find jobs they resulted with uh you know committing crimes they ended up selling drugs and people started writing about and reflecting on their life in rap songs, reflecting on their life. It's a story that they are rapping about and people are listening and there are people who jump on to the songs and they can connect with the artist and they just, you know, can understand what's going on in the community. It's something that uh, black people can connect with. We connect with telling that story from the beginning of, of rap music all the way into what it is today. Even though today I have to disagree and say it is very different than what it once was maybe 25 or even 30 um, plus years ago when it's when it was really 
starting out. So um, I want to talk about the gangster rap. Now, gangster rap is another, that is a form of storytelling. People write, the rappers, you know, write, you know, we're talking about NWA, we could talk about, um, you know, people from the 80s, L.O. Cool J, um, Run DMC, Salt and Peppa, and like, you know, the list goes on. I can, you know, talk about as many rappers as I want, but I'm just throwing some names out there. But as far as NWA, that was the epiphany of the rap gangster music. They, when they came out with that, that consisted of like, you know, Easy e um, Ice Cube, uh, Dr. Dre, he was, you know, the, the, the engineer on everything. Um, and I, you know, we want to talk about what they were representing at first. They were reflecting their life. That was a form of gangster music. That's just an example I'm using. I'm not naming everybody, but I'm just putting that out there as an example. And gangster rap tells a story okay so follow me everyone because I have something very important that I want to connect with here so uh we're telling what's going on in the community and we're reflecting on that in the song and people are listening to that and saying wow you know I live in the hood too I live in the projects I live in you know, LA from, from coast to coast. I live in New York city. I live here and there. I'm struggling. I know what that's like not to have food in my belly at night. I understand what that's like to be out in the street and only know how to hustle, how to join a gang, how to grow up without a father. So, um, that's the connection that young black men had, have, have made, with music, you know, rap music being something that they can connect to, something to relate, something that you can turn to when you're having a good day, when you're in a good mood or in a bad mood. Either way, there's a rap song for you, whatever way you're feeling at that moment. So I also wanted to throw in the fact that record companies are encouraging rap music to be written in in such a negative tone year after year, even as time has evolved and kind of turned away from gangster rap music, as far as talking about, you know, they said, fuck the police, you know, they really didn't care. Uh, rappers have kind of gone to, and, and I'm not saying that it's not happening because plenty of rappers are still getting arrested and talking about the same things. I'm saying as far as a rap group, there's not a group of rappers that are actually known for their tone, what the, their, their focus. Um, they're, you know, they're talking about the same thing, drugs, women, cars, and money. And that's the same thing that you hear in each rap song. It's over and over. You never hear anything different because the record companies who are in charge push all of the negative 
on the radio first because they feel that that's what the most population that that that's what most black people will be able to connect with before any of the conscience rap or any of the rap that really is telling a story and let me get let me I'm going to change what I said about conscience rap, okay? I don't even think it has anything to do with that. We're all conscious. We're all, you know, we're all awake when we're writing. We're in total body, (laughs) sound, mind, and spirit. And I think when it comes to rapping, we are just telling a story. An intelligent story, a story that doesn't have to do with swearing, saying, calling a woman out of her name, talking about doing illegal drugs or selling them or killing people doesn't need to be called conscience rap. It just needs to be called rap. Plain and simple. Why does it have to be, well, that's so deep or this is this, oh, wow, you know, he's really, he's a, he's, he he thinks really hard and blah, blah, blah. No, I think it should just be titled as rap. That's what music should be. We shouldn't have that stigma on rap about, oh, well, he's only rapping about these few things, women, cars, money, and drugs. I, I just... It gets old after a while. It's the same thing you hear. It's a different song. It's a different beat, but it's the same category. It's the same tone all the time with each rap song. And and I'm not saying that rap back then was bad. I'm not saying any of that. A lot of rappers have gone on to do some extraordinary things in their life. They've made uh, differences in their community. So they've done a lot of positive, um, things as far as, you know, giving back. Uh, I'm not talking about really, um, rappers back in the day, they serve their purpose. It was there. It's good music. It's, it's, you know, what you call classic, I guess, classic music. Now it's like old school. So, I would say that it's time for companies to take a different direction. So we hear all the rap songs and we know that, you know, we hear Nicki Minaj and Meg Thee Stallion. We hear, um, you know, you know, Meek Mill. We hear, you know, several rappers. I mean, the list goes on. Um, And... And not even referencing, and, and I and I said the female rappers first because that's who I listened to first as well, my own self personally. Okay, but you know, Migos, you know, it, it the list goes on with with rappers. Um, I, I have to say, uh, going back to the female rappers, I think. You know, rappers like from back in the day, old school, like Little Kim and like, you know, Foxy Brown and stuff like that. And like Salt and Pepper, like they really were in the game. Like they ha- they served their purpose. Like they've had like their time, like and they're still great artists. You know, everybody, 
has gone on to do great things. But the rappers that I see now, right now, like coming out, they're pushed by their companies to come out and look a certain way. So in other words, I feel like black females are not taken seriously as a rapper unless she looks a certain way. She's got to have big ass, you know, flat stomach, big breasts. She's got to be that girl. She's got to look the part in order to be taken seriously as a rapper. I don't see any girls, women who look normal and want to come out and be a rapper because unfortunately, sadly, they would not sell in the black community. And that's sad to say. I really don't. I mean, honestly, I don't think they would sell. So the company is behind them and they push them. They get them, you know, all surgeried up. They have all of their multiple surgeries that they are that are performed and they get them all ready and dolled up to go out and look a certain way and present a certain image. And and I feel like if Meg the Stallion didn't look the way she did, if Nicki Minaj didn't look the way she did, would we care? Would would we would we care less about them? Or would we not even just buy any of their music? And the answer is to that. I don't think we would really be buying their stuff. I don't think, uh, you know, black people in general would take them as seriously as they do because of the way they look. And, you know, being an entertainer has to do with also putting on a show, having the look, doing certain things. But rap I think for black females has changed a bit where you always have to look a certain way all of the rappers that are out right now you know they're tall they're short they're bigger or they're skinny and there's nobody putting the stigma on that for black men who are rappers black females it seems like they are just put in a a particular situation where they have to look a certain way and that's it that's the only way they have to be raunchy with their talk and they have to absolutely twerk because if they don't twerk then you're not going to be taken seriously Um, I also think the record companies encourage this and it's almost like the rappers, uh, male and female sign their name on the dotted line and they are a pawn, a puppet for the record company to come out and continuously put out stuff to pump into the black community to continue with the negativity The music is always negative. It's always something about how to do the wrong thing all the time. And there's a lot of conscience rap, what somebody may quote unquote say, but I'm just going to say there's a lot of good rap out there that doesn't get good recognition, I think. And the rap that the companies that have the money, you know, they push the, the bad rap out there. And that's what people hear, unfortunately. And, 
you know, I think how a black female looks depends on how many records um, you'll sell versus someone who isn't. Uh, So if she looks, you know, really good and she looks like she's supposed to and she looks like she's supposed she belongs, you know, in the strip club somewhere in Atlanta and, you know, she raps well and she can twerk really good, then she's going to sell records. And that's a shame. That's a bad image to give our young black girls that I just need to twerk. That's all that my body is. That's all that I am worth is turning around and shaking my ass. And that's all I could do. That's all you see as a black female is her butt. Let's turn around and see not your brain, not your smarts, not what you can do how brilliant you can be but i think it's giving black females a bad rap as well and and rap in general male and female you know it's influencing the black male and i don't see the record companies pushing enough of just whole rap just storytelling it 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 has become a thing of the past the rappers aren't really telling stories they're not really you know Everybody reflects, uh, you know, from what they have grown up in. Everybody, you know, eventually who raps is writing a reflection of that. But I think coming out with album after album with the same thing over and over becomes a bit tired. And it's like, okay, when is enough enough? When are the companies going to start to guide the rappers to write differently in their songs and kind of go back to storytelling instead of kind of putting out the wrong message because the music is really influencing and I'm not saying rap music is influencing black America you know to the point where we can't function uh if rap is taken off the air or something I'm saying that the record companies are in charge of this the record companies are behind the talent that they sign and they push a certain person out there they push a certain song out there until it sells they have to get their money back from the person who signed their contract obviously and you know at the end the rappers are really puppets to these companies and they don't see it. Yes, they're living in mansions and everything, but look at what you're doing to your community. There are boys and girls who are looking up to you guys, male and female, to all of you rappers out there. And it's up to you to write some more positive things. Let's, you know, I haven't seen any rappers come out talking about anything that's going on. I haven't heard any songs released uh, about things that are going on in the world something that's a little bit more relevant than talking about drugs, stealing, killing women and money. We understand that's the only goal in some people and in and certain parts of Black America. There are a lot of people who, you know, don't have the education and that's all their goal is is to sell drugs, have as many women as possible. They never grew up with fathers. So our black men and women are very broken in urban communities. There's many, many, uh, you know, 70% of black families are fatherless homes, single mothers struggling and they don't have control over their black sons because there's no man in their life to tell them how to be so what do they do they turn to rap music
okay? They turn to the music that makes them feel good, whether they are having a good day or a bad day. And it's, I feel these companies who are led by white execs, you know, executives who are pushing a certain type of music out there. I don't see white music being so negative. I don't see them pushing that. There should be a balance. That's what I'm trying to say. There should be a balance with, with rap music. You know, there should be a nice uh, monotone. There should be a, 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 a section of music that you can just listen to that has nothing to do with having sex, um, buying drugs, selling them, twerking, taking somebody's money, you know, beating someone out of, you know, cash or their smarts, whatever it is, that's fine. But I also would like to see rap go back to storytelling. I mean, if you, if you guys agree, let me know. I don't know. But rap was built on the storytelling. Um, and, and, and when rap first started, I wasn't born yet. So let me guys, guys, let me know if, if you are feeling the same way. I just wanted to come out tonight because I was really ir- irritated because, you know, I see things, I see the rappers on Instagram. I see everybody and, uh, I don't see anyone come out, coming out with anything positive. And I think it's, you know, they're, they're puppets to the record companies for sure to sell these albums and write their songs in a certain way and it's damaging to the black community it really is and i'm not speaking out saying that rap should be stopped and you know but i think uh, companies should be held accountable for what they're putting out especially in the black community and it's up to the people that are signing their names on the dotted line to be in charge of what they are writing on that paper and i understand you want to reflect your community i get it But I also feel that you should reflect positivity because you have to keep in mind that children and or teenagers, teenage boys and girls, black, white, whatever it is, are listening to the music. And there are other people from other races building that stereotype of black people because they have listened to a rap song. So you have to remember those things. So guys, let me know if you feel the same way. I have a lot of content I'm going to be coming on the air with. So please stay tuned. You are listening to Woman Real Rabbit Radio.